0: Chapter Twenty One. Of the Adventures of Grandfather Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kevin Davidson. The Adventures of Grandfather Frog by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Twenty One. The Merry Little Breezes Try to Comfort Grandfather Frog. When the merry little breezes of Old Mother West Wind had left Grandfather Frog in the long lane where Farmer Brown's boy had dropped him, and had hurried as fast as ever they could to try to find some of his friends to help him, not one of them had been successful. No one was at home, and no one was in any of the places where they usually were to be found. The merry little breezes looked and looked. Then, one by one, they sadly turned back to the long lane. They felt so badly that they just hated to go back where they had left Grandfather Frog. When they got there, they found Striped Chipmunk, who was now scolding Farmer Brown's boy as fast as his tongue could go. "'Where is he?' cried the merry little breezes excitedly. Striped Chipmunk stopped scolding long enough to point to Farmer Brown's boy, who was hunting in the grass for some trace of grandfather frog we don't mean him you stupid we can see him for ourselves where's grandfather frog cried the merry little breezes all speaking at once i don't know replied striped chipmunk and what's more i don't care now this wasn't true for striped chipmunk isn't that kind It was mostly talk, and the Merry Little Breezes knew it. They knew that Striped Chipmunk really thinks a great deal of Grandfather Frog, just as they do, so they pretended not to notice what he said, or how put out he seemed. After a while he told them that he had set Grandfather Frog free, and that then he had started for the spring on the other side of the long lane. The Merry Little Breezes were delighted to hear the good news and they said such a lot of nice things to striped chipmunk that he quite forgot to scold farmer brown's boy then they started for the spring dancing merrily for they felt sure that their grandfather frog was all right and they expected to find him quite at home hello grandfather frog they shouted as they peeped into the spring how do you like your new home grandfather frog made no reply he just rolled his great googly eyes up at them and they were full of tears why 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 grandfather frog what is the matter now they cried said grandfather frog and his voice sounded all choky i can't get out then they noticed for the first time how straight and smooth the walls of the spring were and how far down Grandfather Frog was, and they knew that he spoke the truth. They tried bending down the grasses that grew around the edge of the spring, but none were long enough to reach the water. If they had stopped to think, they would have known that Grandfather Frog couldn't have climbed up by them anyway. Then they tried to lift a big stick into the spring, but it was too heavy for them they couldn't move it. However, they did manage to blow an old shingle in, and this gave Grandfather Frog something to sit on, so that he began to feel a little better. Then they said all the comforting things they could think of. They told him that no harm could come to him unless Farmer Brown's boys should happen to see him. That's just what I'm afraid of, croaked Grandfather Frog. He is sure to see me if he comes for a drink, or there is no place for me to hide perhaps he won't come said one of the little breezes hopefully if he does you can hide under the piece of shingle and then he won't know you are here at all said another grandfather frog brightened up that's so he said that's a good idea i'll try it then one of the merry little breezes promised to keep watch for farmer brown's boy and all the others started off on another hunt for someone to help grandfather frog out of this new trouble end of chapter 21 recording by kevin davidson www.blogordie.com